On this episode of Mood for Days cast, we'll be speaking Captain Marvel. I hope you all enjoy it. So let's get right into it. Uh, this past weekend, I went with a couple friends to watch Captain Marvel. I was uh, I had no expectations. I didn't read any reviews. I didn't watch any trailers whatsoever. So I didn't. All I saw was posters. Um, there was only one spoiler given to me, but then at that very moment, I told my buddy to stop telling me and to shut his mouth, and which he did. So uh, let's get right into it. Uh, Captain Marvel had a lot of great detail from marketing to references to um, little details from the 90s as well because the movie was based in the, in the 1990s, 1995. Uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure of it. Uh, so yeah, let, let's dive right into it. So Captain Marvel, um, it was action-packed, uh, very funny. It was a, another one of those Marvel films where it was very uh, comedian. Great acting, great fight scenes, and I just had everything into it. The storyline was, uh, was very good as well. Dialogue was good, score was good. Couldn't complain about the score. Had some great classic 90s rock songs in there. And uh, it also brought a lot of back uh, childhood memories. Um, So yeah, let's talk about the marketing first. Marvel always comes up with great marketing. I mean, the movie came out on uh, International Women's Day uh, this past uh, Friday, March uh, 8th, I believe. Yeah, March 8th it was. And um, it had... Great, um, yeah, so great, in, so even on Snapchat, actually, Snapchat had its own um, Captain Marvel uh, film uh, marketing. That's the one thing I like about Snapchat, too, as an app. Every time a new film comes out, a big blockbuster one, they've got some great uh, filters on there. You could actually have um, had yourself in the Captain Marvel costume. And then I told you when it was coming out and everything with the, all the wonderful colors. But yeah, so the marketing itself was great. They didn't give too much away from when I was just scrolling up and down, which I liked a lot. And uh, yeah, so it had a lot of um, 90 way back playbacks. So the one thing that stood out most to me was the, the blockbuster scene there. So spoiler alert. For anybody who hasn't watched it yet. Um, I'm talking about the details. I'm not going to talk really about the storyline. More about the fun details in the story. So yeah. So Captain Marvel. She uh, landed in a blockbuster. Crashing right into blockbuster video. Um, I'm, I'm assuming they. It might have been the real last one. In North America. In, in the States. In Arizona I believe. Uh, as soon as she fell, she uh, picked up a film that was actually related to uh, piloting. And then, as you come across, you came across as she walked across uh, the messed up blockbuster. Now, as she crashed down into the scene, it was all broken down. You came across a poster of True Lies. You came across an epic 90, 1993 film, Hook. That's one that you could see from a far distance. That film stood out amazing. 
it was just epic to see that. Um, and like just the whole vibe of the of Blockbuster. She was wearing the Nine Inch Nails t-shirt as well when she crashed into Blockbuster, which was really cool moment. Um, I'm assuming a lot of people know who Nine Inch Nails is. One huge '90s band, one epic '90s band actually. Go check them out. Um, yeah, so I mean, she crashed in a blockbuster. I mean, as a kid, that very moment, you miss the days of going into blockbuster. You miss the days of planning with friends, um, the rush of what new release movie you were going to go pick up, whether the film was there or not. Then you have to come up with then you would spend a whole other hour trying to figure out what you would want to rent when your film was not um, available to rent. <laughs> I used to spend, what, about an hour? Max an hour in Blockbuster back in the day. It closed up here in, what, in uh, North America. All of them closed around, uh, I would say, 2008, 2009 latest. So... I mean, walking around the aisles, seeing all these epic movies, um, getting to rent the seven-day week rentals, three-day week rentals. You would be, you just come home from a long day of school. You would say, "Hey guys," especially in the winter time. You don't want. There's nothing really to do in the winter time. You would go to Blockbuster, rent a bunch of movies, and have a little party in the basement. So Blockbuster was a big, big part of uh, my lifestyle and my culture uh, growing up as a kid. So that scene right there brought a lot of memories there. And then uh, there was one thing that stood out too. So she, after she went, uh, came out of Blockbuster, she walked right to a telephone booth. The telephone booth was in, like, that blew my mind away. When is the last time you picked up a telephone booth phone? You put a 25 cent, you put a quarter in there and actually have to call somebody. It might have been over a decade ago when I, when uh, I used to take the bus back in the day. Yeah, they had phone booths at the, at the bus stations there. I think they still might actually have telephone booths at bus stations just in case you don't have a cell phone. But yeah, so as she was going to the tele, uh, booth station, there was a, a Smashing Pumpkins poster and a Bush X poster. Well, Bush now. That also brought a lot of memories. Just back a few years ago, I went to go uh, check out Smashing Pumpkins and Marilyn Manson. So that was pretty neat to say. It was from the album cover. The poster was the album cover 1979, which was really cool. I mean, listen to Smashing Pumpkins throughout the 90s. Who would have thought like 20 years later... They're gonna Smashing Pumpkins poster would be in a in a Marvel movie, f- comic book film, so that goes to show you there was a lot of thought in the film. The creative uh, director, the creative department, the writing had a lot to do, and w- had a lot to do with why this film was was so memorable, and the with these little details, and like. Two years, three years from now, this is a movie that I will want to watch again. And it is neck and neck with Wonder Woman on the DC side of things. 
I'm not going to say DC's be- the Wonder Woman movies better than Captain Marvel. I, both the ratings that I'm going to give I give is 8.5 out of 10. And I'm going to say the reason why I liked Captain Marvel better though the it was less um less less graphics like after effects it was more realistic wonder woman had a lot of graphics a lot of after effects coming in through the movie um one uh, captain marvel is more it was more live action more of natural scenes and they didn't have to use so many graphics her costume was amazing uh captain marvel's costume it was perfect to the to the book of the comic that which made it great great for the true fans people who never heard of her i'm sure they loved her costume and uh like like i said captain marvel i give it 8.5 out of 10 neck and neck with wonder woman two two um female lead films and i gotta say like the score too, they had no doubt. They had Nirvana. Um, they had garbage. Like all the like all the score just fit in so well to the action scenes. And I gotta say too, Captain Marvel's friend, she did some pretty damn well good acting there. It was almost like Oscar award winning uh, scenes there. And the one thing I liked about Captain Marvel too is they played with your mind a lot. So, I mean, like, at the beginning of the movie, spoiler alert here, at the beginning of the movie, you're thinking one type of characters are the villain, which, at first, threw me off guard because I was hoping that the characters that were portraying as the villains at first were not. I was hoping they were not the villains throughout the whole movie. So, I got that part right. They weren't actually. They were being controlled by another type of form of um, of villains. So in, in outer space, so that was a good thing. They were working with Captain Marvel throughout the film after, and they they had a lot of good scenes there too. So they did a lot of mind mind screwing, I would say. Playing with you with backstory, who's good, who's not, um, which character was telling Captain Marvel the truth. Captain Marvel was being lied to her whole life of who she was, who the good guys were, who the bad guys were. And I mean, the backstory too, the one thing I liked about the backstory, it didn't drag on. They got right to the point. They showed some great scenes in the backstory. And that was it. Like, it was, it was very quick. And it just got to the point. That's what I liked about the backstory. Not too many flashbacks in this movie, which I I prefer. I don't like to watch a film with too many flashbacks. So it, it was uh, it was good to see that in in the film as well. And uh, I mean, action scenes are really good, really entertaining. Oh, and um, in this film, they show the backstory and the relationship between Captain Marvel and Nick Fury. It was awesome. Like, you got to finally see Nick Fury for a full two hours. 
I mean, I've been watching Marvel now for what, 10 years? And not once did I ever see Nick Fury have 30 minutes of fame. Like, it was great to see uh, Samuel L. Jackson do his thing. I mean, to me, he's going to be considered a legend one day in the film industry in Hollywood. He's made some good, good films. He's been everywhere. So, for me, he's a legend. And it's just my opinion... He's a good actor. He's he's killed every Marvel movie since 2008. So I got to say, for me, he's a legend. And I, and I was really glad that we got to see him be really funny. Especially with that damn cat. The damn cat named Goose. So, spoiler alert here. Uh, Nick Fury had a, had a very fun relationship with Captain Marvel. And also... He had a very fun relationship with Goose. So, watching the movie, I, it didn't clue into me that Goose, his character's name, the cat, w- was taken from Top Gun. My buddy taps me on the shoulder and he's like, hey, you know where the name Goose comes from? I'm like, no, man, not right now. I, I don't, I don't know. And this guy's like yelling in my ear while we're watching the movie in front of like a huge audience. It's Top Gun. I'm like, what do you mean Top Gun? He's like, yeah. He's like, Goose is like one of the main characters. Tom Cruise's name in uh, Top Gun. I'm like, oh shit. They really thought about that because of Captain Marvel being a pilot. And they, and they sneaked in a name from Top Gun. So a lot, of, a lot of planning, a lot of thinking going into this movie. Well done there, Marvel. Well done. Real movie buffs would know right away, like my buddy. The guy knew everything. Well, practically knows a lot of names in the, in, in Hollywood films. So this cat here wasn't... At first you think it's a cat. For that good, for good 20, 25 minutes in the film, a lot of funny stuff happening there with the cat. Like, go... You'll know what I'm talking about when you go watch it. I can't, I can't really explain... What, explain it but I won't spoil it on what the cat ends up doing what the cat turns into and what the cat does after in the credit um, after the after credits so I'll leave it at that go watch it for yourself I don't want to spoil it for uh, anyone out there who hasn't watched uh, Captain Marvel yet Um, yeah I mean yeah, I give it an 8.5 out of 10. It was a really well done film. I think the film became uh, Marvel's. It, it was very successful over the week, over the weekend. 157 million dollars it, it made. So it didn't fail at all. <laughs> so yeah, those are my thoughts about Captain Marvel. Uh, go check it out. It just came out on uh, March. And it's only March 11th, 2019. So go check it out, leave a comment, and let me know how you uh, feel about it. Or send me an email at moodfordayscast at outlook.com. That's moodfordayscast at outlook.com. And if you want to join to be a guest, also email me at moodfordayscast.com 
at Outlook.com. And that's it. Hope you all have a great night. And go check out Captain Marvel.